Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Uh, welcome to 8 o'clock, just after, here on the world-famous K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. Nice to meet you on Kleiner's Alley. Hi. Jake the Nerd, DJ Omar Khan, Postmaster Johnny, and Vanessa, who tried to help me, but I think actually has given me a very insensitive, personalized greeting so I can deliver the sad news to my own children that their fish of two years ready has uh, passed away. I don't think you say a fish passed away, right? They just... I think they just die. They just die. They don't pass away. It's There's weird. no delicate way that we try to say... I talked about died. that on the show yesterday. I was actually surprised at how many people have real rela- real attachments to their fish. Like, I kind of just thought they're like background... It's kind of like background noise. Like, they're there, and maybe you look at them, maybe you don't. Yeah, but I mean, you do... Ha- I had a fish for a while that I grew attached to, and then my friend Johnson poured vodka into the fish tank, and it died. And I was really bummed about that until I got another one. Listen to this. I mean, people... Hey, this message is crying. Hey, don't feel guilty about killing your fish. No, right? wait, I didn't kill the... Hold on. I you killed... Did, the... No, you did kill the fish. I, I fed the fish a lot to make up for the fact that we left town, and the auto-feeder thing didn't seem to work. Because I really think it was your wife. Remember? Yeah. I think she saw you put all that food in the in the thing, and then uh, she was all like, "Well, I'm gonna really kill him." She probably put like a bottle of Iodine and. Well, listen, she wanted that thing dead for a while. I mean, I've been fighting. She just, every time we'd have to move and bring that tank with us, she was like, why do we have this thing? It's nothing but, it's brought me no joy. It's just uh, annoyance. Yeah, but somebody on the text line when we were talking about this said that they carried their betta fish in a water bottle all the way across country, and it lived. Yeah, listen, I believe, listen to these people. Hi, guys. Uh, my name is Preston. I'm a huge Kevin Klein fan, a Kevin Klein and Alley fan. Uh, I was listening to this segment about Ready... I have a beta fish that someone gave me at work. His name is Big Red. I love him to death, and I have a contingency plan for when he Is no one more died. creative with their n- No one. <laughs> when you look at a fish, you pick the color Red. of the fish, and Your you name it. Your name's Red. That's it. That's all we got. Red and bluey. This is my fish. <laughs> we are... Fish people are slow people, <laughs> Allie. Going George or no, something? No, no, that's it. It's just blue. first color. When he dies, he's going to get a matchbox funeral under the Capitol Rotunda, a flag-draped casket... Everybody thinks I'm crazy, but Big Red's a part of my family, and I love Big Red, and I'm sorry to your kids, Kevin. Um, big love from Sacramento. You guys rock. Sweet events. So, I mean, these are people that were so touched by the story. Some guy even sang a song about my dead fish. Ready, bye-bye. Ready, why did you die? Thank you. Oh, Klein killed you. I didn't kill, but uh, let's, let's kill that narrative, because I did not. 
Well, there were people who worked at pet stores, too, that were chiming in yesterday and saying that overfeeding is the main cause of death for fish. But then I'm like, what are the fish doing in the ocean and lakes and stuff? Right. What, they are able to have some self-control, for God's sake. I think they got all those microplastics that are killing us all. So let's keep oh, the fish nice and trim. But anyway, it. Vanessa knows that I didn't want to tell my kids about it. I even went to the store and bought a backup fish, which I now have in the tank. Looks a little different. It's not as red as the first one. And it's swimming different. It's swimming different. according. To, but Vanessa was so nice <laughs> because she said, listen, you just have to explain it to them like this. And she sent me a video to just play for my kids. I'm going to play it for you in a second. Here, here's it, it, it. Which, by the way, if you want Vanessa to break any news, she's any, great. any bad news, yeah, she she's no, very good at delivering bad news. She's very, uh, no heart, really. She just delivers the facts. And Hi, girls. I'm Vanessa. I work with your dad. I have a message for you from your dad. He can't do it himself. <laughs> so once again, it's very passive-aggressive at me. I'll play it in its entirety in a moment. And you tell me, Allie, should I actually show, share this with my kids or not? I already know the answer is yes. Definitely not. We'll get to it after <laughs> Blink right here on Kevin. Rock Klein, Allie Show. They say the most important decision you can make in your entire lifetime is who you choose to spend the rest of your life with if you get married. If you choose to get married, they say deciding on who that person is is going to be the most important decision you will make in your entire life. Well, I mean, unless you're my mom, you can just kind of... Right. If you're the throat goat, you can just move around and upgrade every couple of years <laughs> like people like, do with... see divorce. Allie's mom treats husbands like leased cars. <laughs> Three years, there's a new model out there. <laughs> and then the throat goat is back. Yeah. But Gross. for most of the rest of us, and let's be honest, I mean, most marriages, I think over half now, right, end in divorce at some point. So it doesn't yeah. feel as permanent. You get a tattoo. It's no longer for life. You can get it removed. And, they, and I don't know about you, but I have some friends that are starting to now get sec separated or divorced. Right. But if you're wondering why it looks like a lot of people are getting engaged right now, it is because we are in the sweet spot of engagements. Most engagements, like 60% of all engagements that take place happen between... Holiday time and Valentine's Day. So we're right in the middle of it. This is where most of the engagements happen. Did you do yours during that time period? Mm, I have. I don't remember when I did mine. Hold on, let me I think. did not do mine during that time. Yeah, I think I actually did. I really? think I, yeah, I think because I, uh, I was in Cabo for probably Christmas break or something. So I think I did. I think a lot of people like to double dip and use, like you spend enough money on a ring, might as well at least get a, yeah, you're not going to take Christmas someone gift. on a vacation just to take them there. Like, you're right. already on a vacation. You've got the romantic setting. You might as well just boom. But the question is, because obviously now if you scroll around, you see a lot of people that are like, oh, my God, she said yes. Oh, we're going to get married. Da, da, da. But there are people that say no. And Allie and I were talking about this because our theory was you would never even ask someone to marry you unless you knew. It almost seems like it's formality because you're not really saying Will you marry me? And then going like, let me think about the pros and the cons. You almost feel going into it like you know the answer is going to be yes. Well, because at this point, don't you pre-ask? You know, you're kind of floating the topic before the actual ask to be like, yeah, what if we got married? What would that look like? And then, well, you know, we could start shopping for a ring. Then you know that it's kind of on, but, right? But, but why is it then every year you get a couple of viral videos of someone that proposes on like a Jumbotron at like a Laker game? And they game, look so shocked. And then the person's shocked and they like say no and then everyone like has a good laugh. Yeah, and, but I think that that's because those are drunken, unplanned proposals. Those aren't real ones. I don't think they're real ones, no. I think they're just in the moment proposals. So the question, maybe the, but I, I do want to know why 
you get a no or why you said no. Yeah, did you say no? Did you get a no? Because my theory is even if the proposal's happening, especially if it's public, even if your gut and your heart says no, you're still going to say in the moment, yes, and then, and then later, later you quietly, you're going to take the ring and toss it at him <laughs> and say, I'm out of this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of shocked when uh, our buddy Blind Charlie, hey, Charlie, you there? I am. Blind Charlie told us, you know, we, we kind of feel like we've been a part of this relationship from the very beginning. Blind Charlie, listener to the show, uh, just to refresh your mind, Blind Charlie used to be a skinny guy. No, no, used to be a real fat guy. He was uh, eating Taco Bell all day, playing video games, so much so that he lost his vision. That's how bad his health got. He was like north of 400 pounds or something. Right, Blind Charlie? It was 400? Uh, sure, why not? <laughs> no, how, no. How, how heavy were you? At your heaviest? Uh, my heaviest, I was 290. Oh, 290. Oh, okay. All right, well, sorry. Give or take 100 pounds. So anyway, he, he, yeah, he it ended up pretty bad. But it got bad. It was all health-related. Then uh, you got skinny, but you lost your vision. And then you were using this app where people help you find things, like volunteers help you look for things. You met this woman. She said that uh, you know you guys were kind of flirting or at least nice. You're like, I'm going to Alaska to see her. We said, don't do it. You're going to get murdered. You <laughs> said, uh, I don't think so. I think this is real. And we had her on. We had the both of you on. We talked about it. Then you went to Alaska. You had sex. Yep, you, we broke down that whole thing you, 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 for like a good half an hour on the podcast. Yeah, you sent a picture of just the, the picture of Blind Charlie wearing a bathrobe after he just got laid. Oh, it's the happy, so happy. Happiest I've ever seen anyone in my entire I know you can't see the picture, Charlie, but I wish you could. You looked you, happy. You looked as happy as I've ever seen anyone look. I was there. I know you were there, <laughs> but I'm saying I was happy for you. I was living vicariously oh, okay. through you. Then... Fast forward to uh, we do our little live show before we go on the break, and Blind Charlie tells us he's going to go back to Alaska and propose marriage to this woman. He's only known her for, I don't know, six months or something, not yeah. that long. Is that right? It was official for just a few months or how long? Yeah, it was official for a few months, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, you went out, you told us, you, you got off the plane, you had a plan, you had a ring, you immediately, uh, did you get that on a knee? I didn't do it in public. I waited until we were back to her place because it was uh, 15 below and uh, kind of wanted to get in the car before we froze to death. And so I waited until we got back to her house and I did it there. And I didn't actually have a physical ring. I wanted to get a tattoo of her name on my ring finger. And I had talked to my mom before I left and told her my intentions. And she was like, oh, thank goodness, because I got all these diamonds. I need somebody to give them to. So there was going to be a ring made if she had said yes out of the diamonds that are uh, my mom's, which I guess were my grandma's diamonds. Oh, so you're going to like melt down some previous generation rings and make a new cool diamond ring out of that? Yeah, for her. Huh. Okay. Did you say all that in and the speech? Because that's a lot to take in. A lot to put on a jumbotron. <laughs> It's a really expensive message. <laughs> My grandma's got a bunch of diamonds. I'll melt them down. So hold on. Well, so, yeah, but I didn't tell her right. that either. Well, right. maybe I didn't, didn't want to like so, bribe her. Like, hey, hey, say yes, and this could be yours. So, in a brand new right, car. right. So you, so you said to her, "Let's get married." You did, what was the speech you gave her exactly? Well, I explained to her how much she meant to me and how much I loved her, and that I couldn't pretty much, you know, I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her and. I kind of pretty much knew that she was actually going to say no, but I wanted to express oh. my intention. Why did you and know that, that she was going to say no? Because, like you said, it was pretty early. Right. But, I, but you know, I just kind of felt like I needed 
to let her know where I stood. You know what I mean? So even if she said no, we were still going to be friends, et cetera, et cetera. I didn't want to put any pressure and respect her decision. And it's, uh, it's an open-ended invite if she ever changes her mind. Open-ended? Uh, oh, yeah. Wait, you're putting a no strings attached, no expiration date engagement on this? Yes. What if she sure. calls you in three years and yeah, goes, and you're you know with what? someone else. Yeah, all She's right, like, I'm ready. Cash in. Uh, I don't know. I, I love her, and she's like my best friend in the whole world, and she makes me laugh, and every time we hang out and every time we talk, it's just it's a good time. So oh. I, can't, I can't foresee that connection happening with anybody else. And but, but Charlie. She's not but, there yet. Right, but I get it. But did she say something like, hey, because I have a buddy, this true story, who proposed uh -huh. to a girl, and she said, she didn't say yes, she didn't say no, but she said, ask me again in six months. Oh, why? Which is a weird response. Yeah, that, and six months is a weird time period. She just said, she said, ask me. She kind of looks like, I want to pretend this didn't happen. Because I think for her, it was just too soon to feel confident to say yes. So she just said, ask me Did again in six months. Did they live together at the time? No. Hmm. But she said, ask me the again one, in six months. The one remark, she was starting to explain why she said no. And before I could cut her off and tell her that, you know, she didn't need to have a reason, she said, well, we haven't even lived together yet. So I just left it at that and respected her decision. And, um, while I was up there, we're kind of uh, working on plans for me to move up there. So, you know. Well, losing another like listener. The Great. There we go. That, how does this affect us, Alan? You know, can't she move in here? Yeah. God damn. Can't she move here? Why, that's Alaska. You would think anyone's looking for a reason to get the hell out of Alaska. you were saying it's 12 below. It's nice here. She likes it there. She's got her own piece of property. She's got her own house. She's got her... Uh, her animals there, and she likes Alaska. That's where she was born and raised. If I was in Alaska, Allie, and someone said you could move to L.A., but you got to start banging this blind guy, I'd be like, I'm in. <laughs> i got to get out of there. Uh, All right, well, well. I told her that she has an open-ended invite. If she ever decides to leave Alaska, she could move down here, too. It's not just only has to move up there. You well, know? I'm so glad your mom didn't melt flexible. down the rings yet. Well, no. Well, see, my mom... Um, she had taken those and she had made her own, so these were kind of like leftovers. Oh, so oh. She, Is that how you pitched it? So, I, mean, I, I think your proposal had a problem. I think you had I a lot of problems with your proposal, I think dude. You gotta walk us through. I got, I got, I got leftovers. I'm starting to say no, Charlie. I have leftover diamonds that my mom's already picked the good ones out for her own little large project. Hold the worst on, Char cut and clarity Char ones. I'm, I'm I'd get back to you. I will get back to you in a second. I want to talk to some other people. Kaylee, you you said no to a proposal. Um, I actually okay. So I actually didn't get proposed to. Um, I was in my 20s. I was with this guy for a few years, and he actually, like, went and asked my dad for permission to marry me. Um, we were living together. We went out and, like, looked at rings. And um, so I kind of knew it was coming. I just didn't know really know when. Um, but I was, like, young and dumb and actually went out and bought a wedding dress and everything already because I thought it was a done deal. Um, so New Year's Eve, we're, we're with my whole family and he's like talking to my parents and talking to my aunts and uncles and talking about how he's going to do it and where he's going to do it. Um, and then New Year's Day, we're at Disneyland. And so I'm like, okay, any second now, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Um, and so we're getting ready to leave and I'm like sitting there like all confused. And finally he goes, so I was going to propose to you today, um, but when I went to a ring shopping with my dad, I picked out the one that I thought you would really like. And he said it was really expensive, so I just decided to not buy a ring. Um, oh, <laughs> Jesus. I was like, 
What? <laughs> so he basically lied to my whole family for like a month. Um, and the next day I went to like a mall and I walked into one uh, like jewelry shop and found something I liked in a reasonable price. Um, and I was like, I went in a one store. What's your excuse? And so basically I waited for him to go to work and I moved out and took everything and just left him like a couch. Oh, and wow. that's crazy. But, but, but that's wild to me because had he said, would you marry me in Disneyland? You would have said yes. And that would be your life right now. Yeah, I mean, we had we had a joint bank account at the oh, time. Oh, now that's commitment. Buying wedding dresses, <laughs> joint bank accounts. Someone and feels clingy. To, to, to also go through the process of <laughs> asking for I their permit, the family's permission. Oh, my permission. God, that's the part that's wild, yeah. too. And then to change your mind just based on, a, I don't feel like spending the money on the ring. Charlie, Just wanna, because they cheaped out. You want to meet Kaylee on line six, Charlie? She uh, had a failed proposal. Maybe <laughs> the two of you get together or something. No, I'm committed to Jamie. All right. All right. Well, she's she doesn't live in Alaska. Yeah, I mean, she, she got already closer than that. Well, Charlie, it's a story for sure, and, and I, I want you to know that we have your back, however long this process takes. 818 said my mom told my dad no seven times, but now they've been married for 37 years. What, what persistence that is, huh? Seven what? times. She must be good. That's the real throw goat right That's there. That's the real throw goat. Allie knows. <laughs> Runs in her jeans. Uh, Recline Allie show on K-Rock. Celebrating the nose. Some great text here on this. Uh, no doubt right now on your KROQ. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rock. Klein Alley Show. Allie there, Klein here. Bad boy, Jerry. You're a bad boy. Thank you. See what I'm saying, guys? Hot stuff right there. That's hot stuff. I agree. Setting my dog up to get yelled at just so I can hear my wife say those magical words. Bad boy. That's when you know you've really gone down the wrong rabbit hole in life. Sometimes what I'll do is uh, I will go outside of the car and I'll say, come on, we got to go, we got to go, just to hear a yell, I'm coming from the other. And then I, I can mix them. Omar, if you could actually mix all these together for me and give me a soundtrack, I could create my own uh, fantasy night. You got it. Thank you. I need I that. By the way, on the text line, some people were kind of <laughs> disputing what the most important life decision you could make is. And someone said that the person that you have children with is a much bigger decision than the person you end up marrying because they can be two different people. That's a good point. But because yeah, that's like for life, yes. no matter what, you're attached to this person. Right. Traditionally, it would be the same. Unless you're my dad. Right, right. Unless, unless you can just leave, I guess. <laughs> he changed his mind. He had a different decision. He realized bad decision. He moved on. Right. Um, it's funny because, you know, if you do end up, uh, someone says yes, you end up in a relationship. It doesn't matter if you're dating, married, whatever. Apparently now there are uh, phrases that they say both people, men and women, absolutely hate hearing when you're in an argument. You will argue at some point. In fact, any couple that says we don't argue, we never fight, everyone feels like that relationship either no one cares enough or they're lying right i mean the or I have they're, they're suppressing things to some degree who where eventually there could be just a big fight that ends it all i think a lot of little fights is healthy 
Yeah. Like, like I got like fights bigger. is all I got. Yeah. I got fights <laughs> and then big fights, sometimes little fights, sometimes pre-fights, post-fights. It's all fights. <laughs> fights is everything. But it's they, so sad. But, Allie, what do you think? And this is helpful for Jake because Jake just moved. They're all in very different places in relationships. You got Postmaster Johnny and, and Vanessa completely single and out and about. Mm-hmm. And then you got Jake who just moved in with his girlfriend. Omar has been living with his wife, I think, the longest, right? Because that's his high school uh, we, sweetheart. We're high school sweethearts, but uh, it'll be 15 years married wow. this uh, April. Yep. That's wow. real deal right there. And that's Southern California married 15 years. You got to do the dog math on that. That's like a 6,000-year marriage anywhere yeah, else in the world. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's crazy. You got Allie and her wife that are still kind of in that honeymoon phase. Be, no. it, we, we've been married five years. Yeah, and then uh, you got my situation. So, here's the. When, is there a certain phrase that you hear during a fight or an argument that fires you up? Like it makes it way worse, not better. Well, if we're in a fight about something and I'm like, you do this thing that bothers me, she'll be like, well, that's a you thing. She'll be like, that, that's your problem that it bothers you, not my problem. Oh, uh, okay. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to strangle you right now. But so the other thing is you got to calm down. Why don't you calm okay, down? You're that's overreacting. What, yeah, that's a, that's a big one. You're overreacting is the second biggest phrase that makes things worse. That's like adding gas to the fire. Oh, There's yeah. already a fire. And then as soon as you say you're overreacting, which I feel like I say all the time because in my opinion, she everything is. is an overreaction. <laughs> yeah, everything seems like a crazy overreaction. Yeah, well, I mean, when you can tell that something's escalating, you're like, why is this escalating? Why, like, this was supposed to be a very minor comment or a minor thing, and now it's escalating, and you're trying to bring it back down to earth by saying, hold on, calm down, you're overreacting here, this isn't really a thing. Then that negates their feelings, yeah. and it takes it to another level. I think there's a way you're supposed to say that where you're not saying you, because then it feels very accusatory. You're supposed to say something like, we? I feel that you. <laughs> no, it's funny you mentioned that, Jake, because the I'm sorry you feel that way yeah. is on this one as well. And the I'm sorry you feel that way is such a great cop-out line that people use for a variety of reasons, where someone's like, oh, thank you for apologizing. Wait a minute, you're not apologizing. Yeah, or if you're like, hey, you said this, and you said it, you know, and this pissed me off, da-da-da-da. They're like, well, I'm sorry you interpreted it that way. But yeah. Like, that's true. Right. I used that line last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, you know? that's how you interpreted it. That's not how I intended it. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. bye. Good luck and with you, that, lady. And then you do finger guns it's and finger you leave. Guns. <laughs> finger guns solves all the problems in Allie's relationship. Uh, everything is fine is a term that uh, people say makes the fight get from bad to worse quickly. Huh. But that's... Y- I've, I've you're so needy. That. That's a big one. Oh, God. Yeah, I, don't say that. I can't do this anymore. Well, of course that's something you shouldn't say when you're in a fight. Oh, I say that. But I'm talking about the fight. Oh, so you just say I'm yeah, done with this conversation? Yeah, I can't do this anymore. And then, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, that's frustrating. Because it, you might, I'm not, I might not be done yelling at you. Uh, yes, that's the thing. There's always all this, uh, like, I still need to say all these other things that I'm dissatisfied about. And it's like, but I've had enough. Yeah, like, the you dis- don't choose when this is over. You don't really know me is a big one that uh, gets thrown around a lot. Huh. You always complain about the same things. Well, yeah. Don't we all? Yeah, it's probably the same four things every time. Yeah, I think every long-term couple fights fights about the the same four things over and over and over again. And then you go like, it's three years, it's been three years now, and this is still happening. Yeah. 
But that doesn't mean that you're not, they don't love each other and that you're not a good couple. Everyone fights about the same things. Uh, this is all your fault. Oh. I thought that was a great one. <laughs> yeah, I thought. Don't. Can't believe I can't do that anymore. I love that one. It's my go to. Can't do that? Yeah, that's not good. And um, you got to be a little more uh, creative. It's not a big deal. That's the other one. That's kind of the same category as like, oh, because obviously it's the person who's yeah, angry. Yeah, I dance topless on the. You know, deck with a friend of mine. <clears throat> didn't your wife, Allie, when you guys were at the hotel over the break, didn't she leave you in the room to go see some guy she used to date? Uh, well, they didn't date, but he had a massive crush on her. But and she left you in the she like in the last um, two weeks. She left you in a hotel room to go see a guy. She left me in a hotel room just yes because someone had to stay with the baby. Man, you okay. are. But 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 I he's a friend of hers, not a friend of mine. And we were staying at a hotel and she was like, Oh, Sean really wants to come see us. She said us. Sean does really want to come. And I <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, Well, I'm you know, what are we how are we gonna do that? You know, because we've got the kid and the kid's sleeping and she was like, Well, I could just go meet him in the lobby for a drink. And I was oh, like, man. Oh, okay, well that works. Then I found out the next morning that they had actually not had a drink at the hotel, they went somewhere. What? And I was like, uh... They went on a date? No, they went, like, to a bar. That's a date? Okay. No. What do yeah. you mean? It's not a, it was a bar in the lobby of the hotel, but they went to another bar? They went... They, they didn't went... go to the bar at the hotel. They went to an actual bar. But Nearby. Did, wife, uh, did she ever fool around with dudes? Or just strictly ladies? She did fool around with dudes, but she didn't really like it. Allie was the only lady mm. she was with. Yeah, I was the first Allie girl. was her first... Uh, I feel like she's lying. <laughs> I feel like you're overreacting. The offspring tickets are in your immediate future. Five minutes right here on K-Rock and potentially some international travel in your future as well. We'll get to your ADD news in a moment, but first a message on the GOAT line for you, Allie Johnson. Um, this is little Timothy Tabernacle. And um, a few weeks ago, my bike was stolen by a broad-shouldered, oh, aggressive lesbian. <laughs> and uh, I was told that I could reach her at this number. And I just would like my bike back. Please. <laughs> oh, that's all. Uh, don't hurt me. All right, that's a uh, poor little boy whose bicycle was stolen by Keep Allie. Your mouth shut! She uh, gave her wife a stolen bicycle for I Christmas. I did not. Was... In fact, I went home and I looked at the serial number because I looked on YouTube of where to find a serial number on a bike, yep. and it's at the bottom, and there was a serial number there. So, blah, blah. Yeah, but someone said there's like, you got to p- type that into the system now to see if that bike has been reported stolen. You bought a used bike. Huh. And Omar claims a very, very, very low price. We'll so, add that way step. Too low, yeah. yeah, so you so we believe this has been a stolen bike, and what you should do is now take the gift back from your wife and give it back to its rightful owner. And that would be the real Christmas miracle. Okay. Well I will do the second part of that process then and type it into whatever place I need to do it. No, you will not. And poor Timothy Tabernacle. There's on a the barcode, phone. all right? I'm good. He lost his bike. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. Oh, look, a squirrel. Aren't you a cutie patootie? Oh, God! <laughs> Ouch! So there are many year-end lists that, you know, get posted before the end of the year. And then once the year begins, there's a lot of year-beginning lists. And this is one of the first ones to come out. It is the new list of best companies to work for. And this is the official list of 2024. This is the list that Glassdoor puts out every single year. And a company that we love... Odyssey. ...is number one, and it's Odyssey. Yeah! I knew it! (laughs) No, number one actually went to Bain and Company, which I've never heard of. Actually, a lot of the ones on the top ten I've never heard of, like MathWorks and Procore Technologies. But number six on the list, this is top ten stuff right here. 
In-N-Out Burger, baby. I believe it. They said the vision and the dental insurance, the legal advice, the sick vacation pay, profit sharing, the 401k and insurance, the training, all of it is amazing. It got a 4.6 rating out of 5. I'm telling you right now, they genuinely seem happy there. They, they do. They, they're, they're, I know even that guy that's smashing potatoes all day, he seems happy. They all seem happy. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on over there. I don't but they, know either. They, but they, they, I'm sure there's some guy who's worked there who wasn't happy before, but they... Compared to a lot of other places where they just seem like they're going through the motions, it's one of this those. Guy, they seem happy. Yeah, there. I mean that's the go. For, you know, uh, fast food restaurants to work at it because I worked at a handful of like fast food restaurants when I was a teenager, and I was just like, man, if I could get into in and out, I would be set. But I was never able to. You you applied and stuff and couldn't get in. I applied, couldn't get in. Yeah. How many times? Once. I just did it. Can once. I ask you a I'm question, Omar? My life. Yep. I know you have a lot of jobs now. I know you're a very busy man. You should apply. Yep. Would you, <laughs> just to complete kind of this little thing that they'll promise you made to your little teenage self, would you go uh-huh. and apply to work at in and out and see if you could get in now? Uh, you know what? They uh, once uh, remember the in and out that they tore that they tore down. I was like devastated because they tore it down. Yeah, They're yeah, rebuilding yeah. it. Once that one is rebuilt and it's up and running, I will gladly reapply. <laughs> oh, no, really? You're, Only you're, at that you're, location. You're very slow. No yeah, wonder because, you didn't get hired. Well, 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 because if I get hired, because like, if I get hired, I'm going to work at that one. Yeah. Oh, so you, okay. So if you get hired in in and out. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm, I'm trying to keep my options open. All Have right. you heard the news, guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I need to get right. a little safety pin in your apron. Yeah. That's a good thing. You know, uh-huh. In-N-Out is always the backup job, I tell people. I'm like, it's you know not, what? But if Allie, everything else goes to ass, like, but, I'll go work at an In-N-Out Allie, burger. You, but you can't get those. You tried to work at Starbucks. You got rejected. Over yeah, and over again. Then, you, right? you could hardly I keep it. I was a broke lesbian with a broken arm. You got fired from a job serving dolls. Fake tea. I didn't get fired. I was not asked to be permanent. Okay, it was a seasonal position. And they and they furloughed. They said goodbye because all of the regular employees still worked there, and they were like not leaving that job because they knew it was cushy and great. If you cannot keep a job serving tea to dolls, I was good at the job. Unhirable. No, I wasn't unhirable, okay? Most of the other side jobs that I've had, they loved me and wanted to promote me, Did okay? they? Did they keep any of the other seasonal uh, doll waiters? A couple. But so, those okay, were the, so but, once but again, the, you lost out to those people. All right, well, they just looked better in the pink apron. I believe that. Um, okay. <laughs> a lot of people are nervous this time of year because they spent a lot of money over the holidays, and it's not necessarily a great time to be buying stupid things you don't need. However... You know the Cheez-It Bowl just happened on New Year's. Tennessee and Iowa played each other, and it was on New Year's Day. Tennessee beat them, and then the best part, I guess, I didn't see it, but they ran and jumped into this giant Cheez-It hot tub. Oh, yeah, the Cheez-It tub. Yeah, so apparently they're already selling the tub, and it's listed as used slash as-is listing on eBay, and they re- they already received 36 bids huh. between January 2nd and now. And as of yesterday afternoon, it closed. And how much do you think this thing sold for? Somebody now has the cheese at Hot Tub. It looks awesome. I'm so bad at guessing what things go for. I know that they just sold the bike from the Pee Wee's uh, Big Adventure movie for like $150,000. Yeah, but that's like, that's like super memorable. This is something the that was only famous for like a day. Cheese at Hot Tub, <laughs> I'd say five five k. 3500 right. Which I feel Affordable. like is a good deal. I mean, yeah. especially like you bought a hot tub. Didn't you have a hot tub at one point? You were that guy? I bought a hot tub from Sky Mall. It was an inflatable one. And I put it on the roof of an apartment building and it started to crack the roof. And, yeah. I, and I had to get rid of it. Um, all right. We're still attempting to keep our New Year's resolutions. But many people are doing dry January. Many people pledging to lose weight. 50 Cent. 
has made a different New Year's resolution, and he has shared with the world that he is very focused on his career this year. Not necessarily music, but he's got a couple of successful liquor brands. And he said his new idea this year is so big, I don't have time to be distracted. I am practicing abstinence in 2024. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. And then he posted a picture of him looking really, like, smart in his suit and all ripped. And he's got a cigar and a glass of, like, brandy. No Everyone's saying that. like, try and have sex with me. You can't do it. By the way, that's what you say. You're just going to have more sex. I know. know? The ladies are, like, lining up now. I'm going to be, I want this to be clear to everyone listening right now. I am practicing abstinence as well. Well, this year. <laughs> All right, and I'm practicing Call it. Call your and wife I'm, and tell her. And I'm great at it. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 